Feeling the miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles of hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. Why he ain't here? Uh, he told you why. Oh, nah. I forgot shit. Yeah, he told you why. I forgot. Yeah. Um, real quick, man. Um, how your horn is looking? Man, we we've been having a rough ass start, bro. I'm not even gonna front you, dog. I mean. We did get a W, but then we got a loss right after that. And then I think it was followed by a W and followed by a loss after that. So it's been up and down. It's been a fucking roller coaster. In season tournament is when? Uh, I don't even know, man. I I think it's this weekend. Uh, Next week? I don't know. I'm just waiting on my nigga Bridges to come back. He's cleared to play the 20th, and I can't wait. I do want to say I seen the White Mamba. The white mamba that? is crazy. Who is that? Caitlin Clark. Get the fuck out of here. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> you talking now, about the white girl that did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody yeah. care about. Nah, her. she scored forty three points last night. Forty three points, nigga. She I'll was bust her ass. Okay. <laughs> Give me that shit. Pop. And then little Sarah. I think that other girl was Sarah, number five, five Georgia. six out of Virginia, Georgia. That was. I knew it was something white and. Uh, White and regular, <laughs> but her ass, I was I was impressed, man. Them girls can play, but the white mamba, like that was cool to witness history, like to witness a superstar player playing basketball, forty three points, seven assists, like no seven rebounds, three assists. She went off. Sis she was went just off. dropping. She was just dropping threes or something. Honestly, I. Going into the game, I picked them to win, but then they started off slow. Like, even she started off slow. But, no, she's just so quick. She gets to the basket like a nigga. Like, she got that thing where she put a defender on her hip. You can't block it straight to the rack. And she'll do that shit from coast to coast. Her three-point her three point didn't get on to, like, third quarter, third, fourth. It was finally on. But uh, that girl, Georgia, hit a half-court shot like Steph Curry. Like, not threw it up. Like, she shot that bitch like, this what I do, like, at the buzzer. Mm. It was a good game. It came down to the final minutes. <laughs> Iowa ended up winning by, like, seven, eight points. But that was a really, really good game, man. I had to call Jasmine and ask her if she remember that time I hit, like, five half-court shots. What? Right there in front of her. On a, regular, on a regular basketball court? We was court. just outside. I was just cannot like, be I can hit these. Normal. And she was he like, no, you can't. And I just was whack Tell me, Tell me you hate women without telling me you hate right. women. Like, hey, I'm going to call her, man. It's crazy. I'm going to ask if she remember that shit. <laughs> all right, man. Um, all right, man. We're going to start this show with the smooth acoustic sounds. Give y'all something new to listen to. Uh, Two-step in the living room. Oh, work. Happy Monday, happy Monday, happy Monday. Shout out to everybody out there listening to us on this Monday morning. If you're driving in to work right now, I want you to take that volume button, turn this up real quick. Groove with us. If you're at home, if you're working from home, if you're at home, you ain't got no job. If you just hopped in the whip and you about to start your route. I, I feel tried like to was. get out my head. <laughs> Nah, nigga, start nigga, your route. Bad delivery drivers out there, nigga. <laughs> like, what? Feng Shui, get out my own. Hey! Hey! Mm-hmm. Hey! 
Somewhere. Happy Monday, everybody. It's your boy Jumpman Jones. You are now live inside 200, episode 282 of the Kicking Shit Podcast. Heaven. Heaven. All right, joining me today behind the camera is D. She's back in the building, man. What's going Yeah, what's going on? How you, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> Chocolate Delight, the woman king. Uh, I had to remember because he was doing extra, so I had to remember. Uh, to my right on his phone is my boy, is my partner, uh, is my boy, comedian James, mm. a.k.a. Mm. Jelly, a.k.a. Jails. Put him on the bread till he's fed. Young Picasso, your motherfucking super, a.k.a. the boss, Mr. J-Linus himself, comedian James D. Jellyfish, man. What's going on, my brother? What's good, man? Yeah. We won, by the way, too. We won. We won. Tonight? Yeah. Already? Mm-hmm. Oh, 7 o'clock, 7, 8, 8, 9. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're right. Yeah, if you listen to this broadcast right now, we appreciate you. If you're, if you're watching this broadcast right now, we appreciate you for doing that, too. If you're on YouTube watching right now, subscribe, like, and comment. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts as well, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Join us over there. Subscribe over there. Listen every Monday over there. Other than that, man, how y'all doing? How y'all been? Good. Um, I wanted to... Shine a light on a little documentary that I watched. It was uh, very informational. Um, I don't want to start no shit, but um, it was like uh, about to start some shit. Yeah, I'm about to start some shit. Um, it was about Jay Z and Dame Dash. Oh, you watched a conspiracy video? It wasn't a conspiracy video. It was just a documentary on why oh. their relationship went sour. On mm. what? What did you watch on? How they? Uh, it was on YouTube. I still oh. don't know how their relationship went sour. It's crazy, man, because um, believe it or not, I called my sister about this earlier, too, man. We was talking about this for a good little minute. But uh, believe it or not, it was circled around R. Kelly. You remember when they did that uh, fiesta? Mm -hmm. R. Kelly had like 
no, Jay Z and R. Kelly had about what? How many songs together? Like three or four? They had an old album together. They had an old album together, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so that was right about the time when Aaliyah died, and Dame Dash was dating Aaliyah, and they was really serious. I had no idea, and he would say like he was saying to Aaliyah like he was trying to get her, I guess, through her trauma or whatever she went through. Just a man being a man. And she ain't really want to, like, talk about it. She would be like, hey, man, just leave it alone type shit. You know what I'm saying? So he was just saying, like, for the sake of, like, keeping their relationship good, he never, like, went at R. Kelly. But he said if you pay attention to the uh, Fiesta video, the Fiesta when they out in the desert, he said he don't have a shot with R. Kelly. And he never getting a shot with R. Kelly. And he said uh, Jay-Z kind of fucked up pretty much for just – just not standing by his friend, man. And that's basically. So this was all over Aaliyah. I mean, I hate to say, it, but yeah, yeah, kinda. They said Jay Z was trying to holler at Aaliyah too, so it's just messy. It's so just the YouTube messy. nigga didn't mention the money. Well, the money they talking about the Def Jam deals. Oh yeah, he definitely he okay. definitely mentioned all that. I was it's just some things that I didn't know about. That's why I bought those up. Oh yeah, because I ain't know about the whole like how basically, man, they. She was basically a rape victim. You know what I'm saying? I had no idea. That's like, true. Growing she up, was, she was uh, like the first victim on the surviving R. Kelly shit. Yeah, like, like growing up, you know, you would see that. From my standpoint, I used to love Aaliyah. Like she was my favorite like R and B like chick. So it was just like, you know, you would see her and being young, you didn't know all this stuff was going on, and it's just like it's going on, and it's just like wow, it's an eye opener, man. I'm surprised ain't nobody ever pressed Jay Z on no shit, man. Also, not knowing how young those girls are, I never knew Aaliyah was as young as she was. When man, she, she was fifty years old. Yeah, but they don't seem that way. They don't promote them that way. They don't. They over sexualize women. So, That's true. So you don't know how old. Like even TLC, they were in their early twenties when they got on. Like we don't know that they're like right. young girls. We thinking they grown women from our high school standpoint. Now, I don't know yeah, what our yeah. parents was thinking. Yeah, yeah. So it's I a mean, lot of people that don't realize like and, how young Beyonce was. When, so like it, They're just sexual And our culture has transitioned Like mm-hmm. When we were in high school Girls were talking about The 20 and 30 year old dudes That they were talking to <laughs> That's not okay t- In 2023 So I yeah. don't even think You could get away with mentor- Mentoring A young artist today like you would have got away with it in early 2000s. Oh, yeah, yeah, nah. Like, I think the big thing with the R. Kelly video was just the fact that he was having sex on camera. It wasn't the fact. I mean, of course, they highlighted it was a minor, but, like, amongst the masses, I think that was missed on us. Like, yo, this nigga's a child molester. Yeah, bro. Like, he it's a kid. That R. is child pornography. Boy. Yeah. He a wild boy. Um, Wild boy. All right, well, why we, <laughs> why we on this topic? Um, I, I'm gonna just dive right into Kiki Palmer, man. Uh, Let's do it. Man. She's filing a restraining order against her ex-boyfriend Darius Jackson. She's requesting full custody of the son after filing a temporary restraining order, and they are citing multiple instances of domestic violence as the reason. Uh, in one instance, he broke into her home and attacked her. Demanded to see their child In uh, other instances He's been showing some jealous behavior Over Instagram posts And also being verbally abusive 
Um, they released some security footage. I couldn't make out what was going on in the security footage. Right. Yeah, they just released some uh, still images from the security, her visual support for her restraining order. Um, to this point of recording, I believe they have awarded it. But you can't really make out much based on what they released. No, I could. True. I, I could. I couldn't. Uh, I mean, it, it doesn't look good if you are jumping to conclusions based on what we're seeing. I don't want to jump to conclusions based off steals. I hate to be on that. I don't believe Kiki Palmer train. I'm not on that. Um, I mean, it was kind of obvious he was jealous once we, you know, they pretty much broke up after Usher sang, sang to her and he didn't like her outfit and he let it be known publicly. That's what I was going to say. It's just weird. Is it the whole thing of how did this man go from being people having America almost on his side to people on the other side of it? Yeah, it's just like, nigga, who the fuck are you? First of all, second of all, your last name Jackson. Are are we uh surprised this nigga might be Joe nephew? Uh <laughs> Second of all, the nigga haircut like Ike Turner. Come on, we can come on now. I mean, come on. It's just too much. It's too much. And I just think it's very weird. It's just some cases that's just weird. I, I feel like, yeah, like after that that whole Usher thing, this nigga had the Arthur fist. He probably whooped the ass out of- <laughs> That nigga probably whooped the ass after that shit, man. We don't know. Nah, you were right. Them <laughs> steel frames was right after that Usher concert, nigga. <laughs> For real, I'm going too far, man. I, hey, look, man, I'm just making jokes. No, right I ain't after the picking on. Concert. I'm not picking on abuse or nobody that's going through abuse. It's just, it's just making the jokes. Thank that's you it. For clarifying, I, Yo, I'm interested in seeing how this plays out. <laughs> I'm interested to see how this plays out. So you out. got your ass out and you going to see us? Oh, that nigga was tight. That nigga was over there like. Ooh. <laughs> Bitch, when this baby go to bed, I'ma knock you the fuck nah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's how you talk to somebody. I'ma knock your ass. You gotta get the small yeah, mouth. I'ma knock you the fuck. Ooh. She probably did, hey, she probably didn't listen to Usher for a while after that. Nah. That's... No, she made a song with him. What are you talking about? Oh, she, oh, oh, she did oh, make a song oh, with him. Ain't nobody worried about no damn dare. Like no. So, okay, yeah. okay, okay. You're right. That was okay. get back right there. Okay. Now, now our hypothetical situation goes even crazier. My thing is, why he come with Usher with that type of shit? Because he know better. Because he know better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An abuser is not going to fight the man. <laughs> no, ever. However, he can't be that much of an abuser if you go in, you go home from the Usher concert. Apparently, this is all hypothetical. There probably was an altercation. Then you go do a song with Usher. Kiki got hands, yo. I would think so. What? Kiki got hands. I would think so. Like, yeah, he was abusing her, but she was getting she was getting her shit off. Cause now when you bring up the Usher situation, I'm thinking like, cause every abuse situation, we see abuse different. We we got abuse with a woman, don't fight back at all. And then you have abusive couples where the couple is fighting. The like he's hitting her, she jabbing this nigga. It's a match to the end. You know, she might win on Tuesday. He might win on Wednesday. I'm not saying that's cool. I'm just saying that is a form of abuse. So I'm going to bring up two. So two. You're, okay. like if, if, I, if, if your man whooped your ass for, for, for being at an Usher concert with your ass out, <laughs> would you go do a song with Usher? <laughs> 
if that happened, if that happened, hell yeah, would you go do it? I mean, it's us. Shit, shit you don't whoop my ass. Shit, I'm about well gonna do a song all with right. the nigga. But did, I, did you? All right, second, it's two part question. Uh huh. Did did he win? Did you get beat or did you get something off? Bro, for you to be a nah, abuser. Nah, yeah. You, you going to do this song with Usher. So I'm taking it. Walk me through what happened the night of the fight. Or was it a beatdown? Which one was Nigga, it? I don't, I don't. I'm I'm not witness <laughs> that. I don't know. I Because remember, they broke up. They oh, did after break that. up. Yeah, they broke up. Oh, okay, okay. I take all so of that. So from my understanding, like, they weren't together when this whole visual whatever came out with Usher. Like, they weren't together. All right. To my understanding. Okay. So, so there's two things I want to bring up all right. about Kiki Palmer. Oh, God. Okay. Kiki Palmer went through a similar situation. Not necessarily abuse, but she went through a situation with a R&B singer by the name of Trey Songz. Y'all remember that? Remember oh, she came out? Yeah, yeah, she remember she came out and said Trey Songz was on some weird shit. She had to hide in the closet. Okay. Nobody believed that. Now, man. look. Abuse and rape are two different things. But I cannot sit here and how, how Kiki Palmer was pretty much telling us how Trey Songz was doing and then she going through a situation like this and we just now finding out that this dude is abuser. Like, I can't believe this is the same person. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's kind of weird. It's, it's not weird. In the, it, in it's it's kind of it's, it's it's, weird. It's, it's not, not weird. Because she blew to, that whistle on Trey. She blew that whistle on Trey. Like, yeah, yeah, this nigga is weird. But when it comes to abuse victims, abuse victims oftentimes don't speak out against their abuser because they're scared. So they, they, they've parted ways... All jokes aside, they've parted ways. She's probably in a safer place and environment, and she probably has a support group around her. She's probably talked to her mom about it because her mom has come out well, and made yeah. a statement. Her mom definitely And so now with stuff. that support and that love, she can go forward and say, this nigga's abusive. And, I, you know, this, was, this has been going on for years, and I'm ready to come. I'm ready to speak my truth. I'm ready to get my, you know, get this nigga out of my life. I want to be safe. I want to be free of him because this this could become deadly for her. I and feel then, I, I mean, because I, I was going to say that. It could become deadly because the fact of he popped up in her house. House, yes. And so then he, like, he, he came to the house after breaking up to beat you up and Like she you. said, she did the restraining order. He posted, see you son, so, like see, see you soon, son. Like he posted a picture of him and his son saying, I'll see you soon. So like you don't you have no. no regard to the fact that she does not feel safe with you coming around. You basically saying fuck that. But I feel like Kiki Kiki Palmer is aware of who she is also. So while it is fear in most cases, it's the fact of trying to save face, trying to keep things private, trying to have some level yeah, okay, of privacy. When it I comes to no. she's a whole human. She's a person. I'm gonna just say one last thing. Y'all remember when they was in the diner on live? No. Y'all remember when no. they was in the diner on live no. and he was saying some stuff and she was checking I, that nigga? I saw I saw that and people were reading into like, oh, look at the end of the video and how he was acting. That the, the live just cut. It I can't feed into that. But she was checking that nigga to end the live though. She was like, I think they had a disagreement they were just about, about a conversation. Signs. Like they it was nothing serious. I think that it that was something that has been blown out of proportion now that th- now that you have this smoke. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. let's look at this now. Let's dissect this now. It, mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Well, those were the only two things I had. 
Um, I don't have anything else. That post, like Johnny said, was the first sign of him being insecure. Oh, At yeah. At the time, I thought it was just all for clout because then she came out with the song. I was like, ah, yeah. All Which right. one? The post where he told her you're a yeah. mother? Yeah. I th- what? At the time, I thought that was just for clout. How is that insecure? Well, I mean, it's insecure of you to put out there on Front Street. Now, since I know this is, like, real, because <laughs> back then, I'm thinking, like, all right, they celebrities. Like, all right, whatever. But uh, you're not going to – I'm not going to tell my girl. And we y'all all sat here and said it. You're not going to tell your girl on Twitter to put her clothes on. You're going to tell your girl in her home, in your home, when she gets home or before she went out, like, yo, baby, you got to change. I, I, you can't represent me like that. But if I'm whooping your ass, I'm not getting on Twitter to say nothing. I'm going to check you as soon as you get in the house, like, hey, put some clothes on. And I think that <laughs> I think that happened. I think when you read articles on it, it seems to me like he was the type of abusive person who, Abe was probably already, he probably already made comments before she left. And I honestly don't think he's seen the outfit. Mm-mm. I don't no. think he's seen the outfit. When you got somebody abusive like that in the way that she describes it, she probably left, got a room for her birthday, got dressed at the room because she posted the pics at the room. Yeah. Then she went to the show. By the time she got home, she was in jogging pants and her acne was back on her face. Like, she was chilling. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was a joke. But she was chilling. So... Yeah, he never seen the outfit, so he he's seeing it all in real time, like we seeing it all in real time. But he's responding online, like celebrities do. But now with this tidbit of information, oh, this nigga's been insecure because I think she posted. She said she posted something in the swimsuit, and he had something to say about that. Like, don't be showing your body off. But when when they're insecure, it comes with verbal abuse, love bombing, um, just just just. It's just a whole up and down emotional roller coaster. Um, I mean, well, Kiki had on, I probably would have said something. I'm not even an abuser. Obviously, you could see that. But, boy, she had on that see-through lace. Whew. I would have been like, hey, now, come Kiki on. Kiki Palm is a grown-ass woman. She is, but I would have been like, damn, say that for me now. No, <laughs> getting that to Usher. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's that a nigga man. supposed to be in church. Nigga, he got them out here wilding out. Men don't want women wearing certain things when they're together. Sure. I will say that. And so I, I see that from a man's standpoint. So at first, when the argument broke out on Instagram, I get it. Like, nah, my girl not wearing that. Like, I feel that. But, you know, now in hindsight, like, it wasn't a my girl not wearing that. It was more like, I'm going to beat your ass if you want it. Damn. That's a little bit different. Yeah, it probably um, was like that the whole time. We just yeah. never knew. Yeah, we just never knew, Yeah, man. we just never well, knew. Well, hopefully um, she is safe or she feels safe and he gets whatever help he needs. Yeah, prayers um, out to you, man. Because, yeah, Kiki. anybody got time for that shit. Akilah and the B, that was my girl, man. I still want to know if she had hands, though. I think Kiki got hands, I think man. she Come on. Hands. Come on. <laughs> I, I think that's beside the point. I think she had yeah. enough hands to hold face, but it probably yeah. wasn't enough. Yeah, it just wasn't you enough. Know. Yeah, I think she got hands. Um, also, this week, man, my boy Young Jeezy sat down with Nia Long, man. I don't know if y'all know Leah Long's like 53 years old. Yep. She look good for 53. Fine as hell. Uh, Jeezy just recently released a book, Adversity for Sale. Also, he just dropped the album, I Might Forget, But I Don't for, uh, I don't Forgive. Uh, he So he sat down with Leah Long to discuss their diverse, divorces, self-love, family. Um, they talked about um, everything, past trauma, 
He talked about his time in the music industry and how he had to separate from his old friends. Uh, he talked about healing from uh, his past trauma. Uh, the interview went all over the place and went deep. You a real nigga. You a real nigga. Who, Jeezy? No, you. Why? Because you, you, you left out that one part. Oh, the M-word. You was like his past trauma. You still kept You still kept throwing one on one, bro. I feel you. I feel you, bro. He also talked about the snowman. He also talked about how real men don't cheat. Um, which is a song on the album, by the way. It is. Um, and that's a really good album. Or I'm just old, but that's a really good album. Um, he also talked about the business ethics he has learned from being in the music industry. Now. Uh, when you watch the video, I felt like Nia Long was flirting a little bit. Hell yeah. She's I don't know if y'all picked up that vibe. naturally a flirt. Like, she a free woman. Y'all got to stop doing that. <laughs> y'all can't just be flirting with dudes. What you mean? If it's natural, it just comes I've noticed about life, some girls just don't know how. That's that's just who they, they just are. Some women don't know how. Yeah, that's just, that's just that who they are. And they, they don't even mean to be like that. That's just bubbly being personality. That's just literally who they are. They don't even mean to be like that. They don't play with me like that. You're going to get fucked. No, it ain't. It, it, it's just, it's just Dang. the feminosity, and then I, they can see where a guy would take it wrong. Put it that way. And I take it wrong, but I feel like if if we if we if we if we, if we get nice and friendly, and I'm getting nice and friendly, I ain't saying that day, but I feel like you can only be but so nice and friendly. Like some of that shit. Genuine. But when you're yeah. flirting, you know how to set the boundary of I'm flirting with you right now to put a smile on your face. This isn't going past this moment. Why y'all so evil? We're yeah, not. Why evil. we just can't feel good about Why ourselves? So easy? <laughs> Why y'all want to be rubbed on so quick just because we make y'all smile? We ain't life hard. <laughs> Shit. What the fuck? I gotta have a, th- a hundred thousand. I gotta woo you. I gotta get all the right answers. Can't Why can't thing? I get a fucking hug? God damn! You act like that's too much. Message. God damn. We <laughs> didn't say you couldn't get a hug. That's crazy, Y'all man. Y'all so deceitful, bro. We're, the deceitful. Fuck, We're bro. not evil. I'm not I saying mean, it happens for everybody. I'm just all saying, I'm saying is flirting if you, flirt, is if you flirting with me, I think that maybe I could take you to dinner. And, and that's think. fine. You have every right to think that. But don't let me take you to dinner if you don't really okay, like then, me like yeah, that. that. That's when it becomes deceitful. Do, don't allow things to carry forward if you don't want anything from it. Bro, you just got to put a bunch of disclaimers out. I ain't trying to holler at you. Oh, but okay. if the window's open, you know, you can go ahead <laughs> Let me through it, but I ain't nah, trying though. Nah, facts. <laughs> nah, facts. I ain't trying though. I just want to let you know oh, that. Oh, you talking about as a man? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Like hey, listen. Excuse me. I'm not trying to like follow you home. None of that shit. I just thought you was pretty. I just really wanted to see if you thought I was alright. Now, where, where are you saying that? that? I, I mean, if you, at, at Target, if you, if you that trying, at, door, at Target. <laughs> In the produce aisle, because y'all you, weird as hell. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> hey, you gonna be like holding the door, be like, hold up, I can't even do this because you fine as hell, and I don't want you to think I'm trying to come at you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna just go ahead and shut the door. door and you come, come in after in, yeah. me. That's crazy. <laughs> I was trying to be a gentleman, but I don't know. That's crazy that you can't even you open the automatic door for me. Yet. But still, yeah. <laughs> it's I, too much. I, I might be throwing like the wrong. If you approach it the right way, then you'll get whatever you're seeking. But like. 
what you're saying, niggas do that shit. Like they'll follow somebody to their whole ass car. But like, I ain't trying to be weird. But you're being weird. Why are yeah, you following me to a car? Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. I'm not. I'm gonna talking follow you. about on the spot. Like when oh, I well, see yeah, you, spot, when yeah. I see you picking out cucumbers, like hey, yo, dog. Now why she gotta be picking out cucumbers? <laughs> I mean, that's what she was looking for. She's making a salad. Cucumbers going salad. Celery. I don't holla because yeah. I'm in a relationship. But I've seen certain things like girls don't even stop for certain dudes. They just be keep going. Hey, how you doing? They just keep going. <laughs> just out. Foom, foom, foom. And the shit getting worse. It ain't getting yeah, better. Man, the shit is getting like, worse. I would say there are some, based on conversations, some women. Time out. Time out. I'll let you finish that. The funny thing about it getting worse is they, they, uh, they, they do all of that. Then they take to the internet to oh post God, memes or go on Twitter to write long <laughs> soliloquies about how they look for a man. <laughs> like you had ten men just try to talk to you. Hey man, he got he got a point. But go ahead. But go ahead. He does. Go ahead, Queen. He got a point. But go ahead. I'm not invalidating that point. You do have a. And I have a question. But go ahead. I think that well, based on conversations or just some women, and I will say some because not all, some women are shy when it comes to interacting with men in public in general so they take it as they give off kind of weird energy like they walk fast you know past you or they will not look at you in your face but then you come across women that's looking at you that's paying attention to you and you not looking at them time out <laughs> flag on the play i ain't never seen that but last i, I checked none of us are professor x look right <laughs> looking is not enough Looking now, is not enough. Little you white cannot... babies look at me too. You think I need to go up to them and be like, "Hey, little nigga." Like, hey, yeah, I don't. Come I don't talk to people's kids. I'm just saying, but <laughs> girls, y'all gotta you, give a nigga a hint. Is not enough. I'm saying if you see somebody at this at this day and age, honestly, it just boils down to having some courage, having some confidence. You see something, someone you like, speak. And say right. something. So right. they can walk well, away from me? No. Okay. Let me give you this. Say you a single man, you don't holler at five, and then on that sixth one, she might give you play, but you don't holler at this five, and they don't discourage the fuck out of you on the sixth one. What the fuck you supposed to do? Stay Because that shit happens. Stay encouraged. Stay, Stay encouraged. encouraged. All right. I do want to know. Ain't that Fred Hammond? <laughs> <laughs> Be encouraged. She don't throw a Bible verse at This is a bull. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How many free dinners have you taken from flirting? How many free dinners have free I taken dinners? from dur- from flirting? From flirting. There's no intent to do anything but get this food. That's bullshit. I can name way. one, but go ahead. I'm mad as hell if you out here just with me. You said you can name food. one. Yep, I know one. But you, so don't say zero. Why that nigga no, trying I to put was, you I up? I was gonna say zero. Okay, good. Um, but I will say <laughs> it's not something I do now. But I have done it previously. I will say flirting and accepting a free dinner when I know I don't want anything. Hmm, I'll say about three or four. Damn. Back to what I was saying. Can we all agree you ain't shit? Yeah. That's fine. Ain't hey, shit. think what you want. <laughs> but the crazy part is, even even in, even in those situations, now I'm looking back, I was mean as fuck. Like, I was very clear. Like, hey, I really don't like you. Damn, that's fine. But, you know, some men, they are so encouraged that they just keep on pressing. Now, that's one thing. I'd be damned if you don't tell me you don't like me and then I'm still trying to spend some money on you. Fuck that shit. You at least got to like me now. Come on. But you're a different man. Some of these dudes. I'll say young, but, young niggas back then didn't care. But, but 
anyway, I don't want to stay on that long. I just wanted to get back to the flirting, flirting being deceitful. Also, as well as don't flirt with a nigga if you don't like a nigga. Um, I think Nia Long was genuinely flirting. That is the snowman. I think she's genuinely just a nice person. She, hey, ca- call yeah. me call me old hat, but I like them two together. I, I like they banter back and forth. I did. I felt a little chemistry between the two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've, 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 I, I, I was interested. I'm invested. Would I like another uh, interview between them two? Maybe a first date? Now you're on a reality show. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm here for it. Um, I got a question. If y'all could sit down with and do an unfiltered, in-depth, emotional interview like they did with someone, who would y'all do it with? A celebrity? I mean, whoever. An I mean, in-depth interview? Like, all right, you dropping your comedy special. Because pretty much he dropped the album. He went on a press tour, and he picked her to do the interview. So who oh, would you... Oh, so got, he went out and handpicked her. Yeah, so if you handpicked somebody to do, like, on your oh, press tour. Oh, so run, that was his shot. Yeah, he handpicked her to do that. That oh, wasn't like she don't oh, have a, so he was she shooting. don't have a show. That's Jeezy content. Like he owned the content. Get him, Jeezy. That's his guy. Yeah. That's um, what's up. So who would y'all handpick? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. I don't think. know, man. I'm gonna shoot in the dark here. I, I got know. five people. You got five people, bro. Who I would want to interview. I ain't even got one. Yeah. Jeez. Um, it'll be somebody funny. For some reason, I want to say Candace Owens because I just want to throw shades Ooh, at her all day. Yeah. Are you done? No, are you done? I like. I want to. <laughs> I just want to just cook her goose one good time. Even if she cooks mine like sixty, I just want to get one good one okay. in. You know. And um, who else? I don't know, man. I really don't know. That's, okay, that's who are your five? Then I can tell you. I'm probably gonna sit down with um. Emmanuel, I, I, I think it's Emmanuel Ocho. I, I would say Ocho. Emmanuel Ocho. From Love is Blind? Uh, on the news, Good Morning America. Good Morning America. Him or Michael Strahan. Oh, I would handpick to sit down with. Um, my nigga Michael can't go through nothing right now. Joe know? Budden. I would let Joe Budden interview me on my press run for whatever I got going on. Um, I've often dreamed of sitting across from like, uh, like uh, Ernie from Inside the NBA. On some sports shit But I'm not a basketball player Oh you talking about My nigga uh, Okay yeah, yeah, yeah That's kind of cool I'm Sitting across From Ernie um, Colin Cowherd Definitely will let him Interview me <coughs> And then um, I think my last one I definitely want to sit down With Joe Rogan He'd be like Yeah dude so, I mean Last night me and the buddies Were doing mushrooms So it wouldn't be Joe I'm um, surprised you're not Going to say one person I know you're not Going to say him But go ahead uh, And And I I think that's about it. I mean, I'm surprised oh, you ain't gonna say him. She's dead, but Barbara Walters would have been who up. I picked. That would have been my number one choice. She's not alive anymore. I think I know who James. Is, but Barbara is. Walters would have been who, my who, number who, one pick. Who? Uh, go ahead. Who, who D? Go ahead. Who no, would I, I was gonna say Cam. Exactly. Yeah, I'm surprised no, you wouldn't sit down with that nigga. Because I watched enough of his interviews to be like, I don't want to have a nigga conversation. Okay. Oh, like okay. can be having nigga conversation. Now nah, he do it. He do a good job because he That's fucked up. He, he tones it on back. Conversation. That's fucked no, up. no, no. He tones it back. <laughs> like his his interviews are pretty good about mm-hmm. twenty minutes in, but that first twenty minutes is like he really gets you settled in the way he wants you to be. Then he get real professional on you. I want Barbara Walters. She gonna come in there, you know. She gonna walk around the compound. She gonna see shit. 
She gonna sit down, then she gonna dig into my past. Yeah. So when you were ten, your mother said to you, like, nigga, where she get this information? Like, all right, we all some. Like, yeah. I would say along those lines, um, Gail. Gail I'm King. definitely not right. doing Gail that. With her. She the king. She the king killer. Um, one of my favorite authors. Uh, his name is uh, Ishmael Bia or Bay. Um, he's a former African boy soldier, but he's one of my favorite authors. I would sit with him. Um, and Yvonne Orji and Issa Rae. Oh, you a, want both of them? To? I'm a, yeah, like I would want. Y'all the, in a threesome? The, no. It's crazy. <laughs> no. Her last name, Orji, for real? Yeah. yeah. Orji. Well, she's uh, Ni- uh, Nigerian, I believe. But, um,. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but just because her book was really good, I read her book, um, uh, "Bamboozled by Jesus," and it, it's how she writes. I can imagine sitting in a room with her; like I would want to sit and talk to her. Um, Kelly Rowland, and there was one more. I would say Kelly Rowland. Um, I'm kind of at a coin toss, but I would want to sit and talk to just pick the pick the brain of. Uh, Michelle Obama but I don't I wouldn't want that in front of a camera like I would want that kind of like a, a wine private conversation remember like she talking to you though I know like more so okay but like I feel like that the thought process would be intriguing it would spark an intriguing conversation you know you know Yvonne Orgy's a comedian right yeah I knew that yeah um, <laughs> she also was on the headlines this week she talked about um She's a virgin. She's 39 years old. Shout out to her. Um, talked about her troubles dating men. and uh, But she said she don't regret being a virgin. And she also talked about her Christian beliefs is the reason why she's a virgin. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, <clears throat> if y'all could, like, wait for marriage, would you wait for marriage? If y'all could wait for marriage, would you wait what for You, mean, you like- should be doing it right now, nigga. No one... <laughs> What do you mean? None of us here are virgins, right? Nah, you should. You, you're not, but you're supposed to. So if you could wait, like if you could do it all over. Oh, you saying do it all over again and wait for marriage? Would you wait for marriage? I would try, but oh, I, you want me to go first? I would try, but I know, talking to y'all. I know in my life where I probably would have fallen short. Okay, all right. But but why do you think that is? Like what what was uh what was the thing that made you want to explore? Sex before marriage Um I would say the It kind of solidified What I knew to be commitment Mm. It's like I don't know What commitment is outside of that Physical Sexual connection like this is really gonna Bond us this is what really makes our relationship In that moment in time I felt like that was almost damn near required in order for that relationship to flourish and to grow and to do whatever. Women still believe that. Go ahead. And so, (laughs) so if I, but you know, looking back, I feel like if I could do it all over again, I would have been fine up until I've met that person. But the caveat to that is maybe I would have never met that person because I had not explored the sexual aspect of myself. Oh shit. That nigga, your crypto did. Hold on. Time out. Maybe. Well, but the person, so the person, but the person don't exist, right? The person does exist. Oh. But oh, maybe yeah. our paths would not have crossed if I would never, inter- like, if I never tapped into that sexual interest. Oh, you talking myself. about the person you lost your virginity to? Yeah. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got like, it. Like, uh-huh. I would have probably not even crossed paths or been in- 
you know, I, I would have probably been invested in church or doing something else different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what about you? That nigga hit you with that crypto dick, broke you down. <laughs> man, look, would, man. If you could do it over again, would you? Like, would you, like, wait? I could you stop looking at my screen, look at the camera? Now, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to answer this Take the best time. way I Be can. Be honest. He can't. Be honest? Yeah. You gonna get in trouble. Gonna get an ass beat. Hell no, I ain't giving them nuts back, nigga. <laughs> I remember all them shits. Oh, God. So you would Damn, you, I need to pray. You wouldn't. No, it's, I it's, wouldn't want to. It's fine. Like, I wouldn't fall. want to. Shit. Listen here, brother. We fall short. I'm thinking of some good ones right now. I'm like, damn, I got to get that back? Yeah, no, nigga, I can't do that. Can't do that. So. <laughs> that memory lasts a lifetime. What led you to that, though? Like, what led you to the point where it was like, I gotta get in this sex game. Like I'm, I'm not like we all been told. Yo, sex is for married people. Like you know, you, you wait till you married, then you have sex. I believe like like what made you say, nah, fuck that. I can't wait. That's crazy how you just getting out all this deep dark past shit. But honestly, sex was kept from me. Like it was like sex. You shouldn't do this. Okay, put it away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I felt like the curiosity of just wanting to know what it was. And what it is is what drove me to it. You know what I'm saying? Because they were like, don't do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was no yellow tape around it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do this. If you do this, your dick going to fall off. I heard all that. You know what I'm saying? So I was scared. Like, my peers was fucking way before I was. Yeah. I was, like, the last one to do it. Mm Because I thought my dick was going to fall off some shit. Or I thought I was going to have, like, a baby or something. You know what I'm saying? But once I, boy, that... <laughs> Good lord. Nah, um, I think on this edge of life, I would wait. Like yeah. where I'm at today, if I could go back and do it again, I would wait till I was married. I would definitely oh, wait yeah. till I was married. Damn. Um, but I know why I didn't, but it had nothing to do with my peers or my friends because I was just exposed to sexual things early on in life, like when I was young. So I was always fascinated. By sex Sex was more so Like a fascination for me And I You know It was something I I enjoyed Like being hard And You enjoy being hard Walking around Like yeah yeah, nigga You get hard (laughs) I would get hard In my bed That's something The nigga would say Push that shit up Against the mattress And slide it back and forth Oh you a a freak You a nasty ass (laughs) Oh yeah like (laughs) No that was me That was me And And that nigga hunching. And I wouldn't lose my virginity <laughs> until I was like 16, but I wanted to so bad. Like, mm. I would hear guys in the locker room talk about having sex, and I would like, and I would be listening. To it, you know what I'm saying? I'm believing all this shit because a lot of mm-hmm. niggas is lying. And I'm believing but all you don't this know shit. That, I that, don't know yeah. that. You know, and I'm not looking up to these guys, but I'm just like, I can't wait to the day I get there. I get a I story. Can, I, yeah, yeah, I get to have intercourse with a woman. But I, it was more so for me, it wasn't a perversion. It wasn't about my manhood. It was just more so like, this is something I'm fascinated with. I just want to make love to a woman. Like, I want to be with a woman. <laughs> and you know, so, this, this conversation is very funny because I remember when I was like maybe 20, 21. And that was, like, the first time, like, I had conversations about sex with, like, my peers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember we were in, a like, a, a party setting, and it was some girls there. They stripped or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I remember I was real, like, by 21, I say maybe I had 
probably, probably, and this is probably a stretch, probably five bodies, probably, mm-hmm. at that time. And, um, you know, I was still, like, new to sex. So it was girl when girls were, like, giving their, like, explanation on sex, I couldn't believe what the fuck I was hearing. If one girl, I remember this vividly, she was like, if you still nutting in condoms, your ass is not ready for sex. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, bruh, from that kind, and she was fucking gorgeous too. You know what I'm saying? I was like, first of all, I couldn't believe that shit left her mouth. But I remember like me going out and having experiences and like having sex and nutting in condoms. And was like, yeah, I ain't ready for raw like that shit. <laughs> that shit fucked me all up, bruh. Just hearing that, you know what I'm saying? Nah. And I like girls was like, yeah. Uh, this other girl was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Like after the first round, after the dude is done, she ready to go probably be like four more times. So that shit used to scare me too. That shit scared me because I was like, God that. damn, nigga! I thought two. I was like, you might get a good two out of me. And that was in that was in prime talk. You know what I'm saying? That was back in prime time. You know what I'm saying? You might get a good two out of me. That first one is a it's a Maypop. It's like a Maypop tire because you know it could come quick or it could come later. Yep. It's going to come, but you don't, you don't know, know when. when it's going to come. <laughs> no. You don't know when, you no. know what I'm saying? But now, you know, it's just going to come quick. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, That's just how it is. But, um, you know, it's just I, I felt like that part of life right there, I wish – that would have prepared me for what I was getting myself into because that shit made me go into it with like fear. I I didn't even think I was ready. I was like, oh shit, hell no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, it's just. I think my biggest fear was uh, coming too quick. That was it. And yeah, yeah. I, I everybody told me the first time definitely gonna happen, but oh, yeah. Every time after that, that's gonna be on you. And they were pretty. They were pretty much right. I I I was like, damn. That first time was like. It was over in seconds, but every time after that, that's a whole other rabbit hole. I'm not even gonna go go down. But I every- feel like Dick got a mind of his own. That shit nut when it want a nut. Yeah, at 38, yeah, it, it that does. shit. I mean, <laughs> sometimes you never know. You could get along. You'd be like, damn, I've been struggling. What time is? You know what I'm saying? Some days that shit just be like, wow, we're gone. We done. I think we it done. was like it was the once it once the curiosity left it. Like once I experienced it, once it happened, I think the biggest thing for most women or once we lose our virginity or when we're talk when talked about it for us is all the things that could happen, the babies, the STDs, this and that, it's going to hurt. Oh my God. Um, so once it happened, like I lost my virginity and I didn't have sex for like five, six years later. Like I just, I literally just was like, okay, I did it. And I wasn't interested anymore. So yeah, that shit, that first time, like a crackhead. Even though my first time wasn't even all that. That shit still was like, oh, yeah. And I, yeah, and I think back to what I was saying, like just because I was so fascinated by it that I don't even think I would have ever had the opportunity. I honestly wish that the way uh, my, I would say my mom, I can't speak for your parents. I wish my mom would have introduced sex to me in a little bit more loving manner. And I would have seen it different and i would have wished we had some more open conversations some things that i didn't tell her to later on in life that mm-hmm. i should have told her earlier on that we could have talked about got out the way and maybe we could have had a different conversation but having a more loving conversation about sex than a more fearful conversation about sex 
that way going forward, maybe I would have waited for marriage. I don't know. I can only tell you that at 38, I feel like I would have rather just, I could wait. I, I could probably wait it out. I wish I could talk to my mom about it. Now Priscilla McClain, boy, that her first thing, you going to die. Your dick going to fall off. She used to say shit like that, boy, had me all fucked up. Yep, soon as it get a look, you gonna go up and then it's gonna come right the fuck off. I, I wonder what like, their parents. I wonder what our. I wonder what the grandparents used to tell them. Like I wonder what they parents used to tell them. I'm guessing them. they used to tell them that shit. Whatever they was telling me, where I, the fuck she get that shit from? I, I would. I think. You know, I don't know. I think I feel like it was worse, and then that was their toned down version. Like you gonna die, but their version was like. You're going to hell. You're going to die. Like, it was just a lot of shit. She used to I help. don't know what my, like, what my grandparents might have told my mom or whatever, but I do know of someone, um, this older woman, she showed her daughters a video because she worked the for the, muffin? the, um, huh? She showed them the blueberry muffin? <laughs> no, ew. No. You have to watch. She worked Boom. for, like, the county, uh, you know, like, the county, a free clinic. The, or the health department. Like, she, yeah. yeah, she worked for the health department. She showed them a video of a young girl that gave birth but did not survive the birth. Like, it was just a raw video. She showed them that. And so it kind of just deterred them from really talking to guys, I think, until the first one probably had her first boyfriend when she was, like, 25, 26. I swear to God. That's like a parent's goal is to, like, and I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm that parent. The goal was deter, to, to steer you away from sex. But yes. I know I don't know my mom's aim and I don't know my grandparents' aim. I also know this before I get into what I was about to say. Grandparents treat the grandkids way different because they, you know, you're on the other end of life. Different. So you know so much more. So you approach topics different. Like my mom approaches things different with my daughter. But me being a father, I know I wanted to like I wanted to do the same thing. I want to deter you from making some decisions. But I know my thought process behind it is I know how successful I could have been had I not focused on women and sex and dating. I could have been 10 times more successful oh, yeah. with that shit out of my life. So I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh, I got the answer. Get away from that sex. Get away from the boyfriends. But then I have to realize, like, these are things that just happen in life. Like, yeah. people are going right. to do these things. So. Yeah, and it's not like you're going to go through life and not find no one attractive. You're going to yeah. be like, damn, damn, that motherfucker look pretty good <laughs> right. over there. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's and, gonna and fuck I you think, up. Like so, her Yvonne's book, um, again, y'all y'all probably not gonna read it, but Bamboos by Jesus, she does talk about like her having having to deal with like being a comedian mm-hmm. and how sometimes things were expected from her in that regard, and she kind of had to be like, you know, this is my dream, but nah, I'm good on that, mm. or I'm I'm standing firm and. What I, my covenant with God, so it's yeah, it's I could see where I would fall short. I commend her for still being a virgin at thirty nine. Shout out to her. She ain't missing shit. I feel like she was right. That that pinned up energy. Whoever get her gonna be happy. Oh yeah, man. But see, this the thing though. This the only um, qualm I got with this whole situation because, baby girl, you ain't gonna know what to do, man. You ain't gonna. You can't mm-hmm. say that though. And you thirty nine. What are you practicing? What you got a fake dick out here or something? I mean, no, sometimes you air practice. It just comes naturally. It, like- it, com- it comes naturally. That's horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> that is horseshit, and I'm I mean, not. She's buying. not alone. There's a whole community of of single men that are still virgins in their th- late thirties. I feel sorry for y'all. 
findyouavirgin.com. That's right, findyouavirgin.com. <laughs> that shit does not last. <laughs> this episode is brought two people to on you there. by findyouavirgin.com. Uh, get on there today like and meet you a virgin. <laughs> Population of two. All right, while we talking about sex, man, my man T.O. was having a conversation with Chad Ocho Cinco on their live, and this is what they talked about. DR with them, with them, with the women. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the big, yeah. I had the big girl. I took the, yeah. I, you know, I went, I had yeah. to take one for the team. I had the big girl. Sometimes you gotta yeah. do that. Sometimes you gotta. Yeah, man, you know, you know, hey, like yeah, I always pretty, tell, yeah, pretty, big girls. Yeah, hey, big girls need love too, man. They do. They do. You know what I mean? They do. Yeah. Well, we went. Hey, we went by. We went through by what? Seventeen women in what? In twelve hours. That's crazy. Was it seventeen? Seventeen women in twelve hours, boy. That's crazy. I like. Hey, I'll, I'll forget nothing like that, boy. Seventeen women, twelve hours. Seventeen. Seventeen, boy. Oh, that's crazy. Man, I thought, man, I thought it was about twelve. Nah, I, He's a- twelve, <laughs> seventeen. That's a lot. Nah, it, it How you missing five? You can't, you can't end. You, you can't. You can't end. You can't end sex on even numbers. That's how I know it was an odd number. That's how I know it was an odd number. What does that mean? What does that mean? Oh, okay. It was an oh, okay. At the time we was in the might have been right. You might the be niggas, right. It right. yeah. was in an orgy. Yeah. I explain. Yeah, I, I, explain. Hey, um, I, I was, I was, I was, I was done after about two or three though. I had to, I had to recoup. I had to recoup. Balls flat. Bro, I don't understand oh, how I, you could I fuck. Had to recover, dog. Seventeen women <laughs> in twelve hours. Right. That's right. crazy. So Chad Ocho Cinco and Terrell Owens were reminiscing about an orgy they had, and there was seventeen women in that orgy, and they say Terrell Owens had to hit the big ones in the orgy. Um, first of all, shout out to them niggas, man, in the orgy. I these they that still is one of my sexual fantasies. It's good nothing, boy. That, them curtains closing on that fantasy. Now <laughs> your ass get no. Shit, it's called uh, blue pill. But oh, 17, 17 women. The reason why he said you got to end on the odd because I'm a I'm gonna assume there was two to one or three to one. Oh okay. So like I always said, there was this video. This is how I got introduced to Suki Hana. Suki Hana had this video called Pussy Everywhere. Mm-hmm. And in the video is nothing but women. They all naked and they fucking. And um, in the video, yes, mm-hmm. this video made Tip Drill look like uh, Barney. Uh, send me the send me the link. <laughs> <laughs> and um, send me the link. There's like a pool boy there, and I remember getting on the phone Lucky with my boys, and I sent them the video. I said, "Yo, if I had something like this, I would probably only invite you two niggas and maybe two more niggas. Like, it don't need to be a lot of niggas here. Just uh, just five niggas to about." 20, 25 women, and we all get two or three of them and had this big orgy. Man, like, let's yeah. just go on the record. If I ever <laughs> get some money, go. got a lot of women around me, uh-huh. let's just say 17. 17, all right. I'm only calling one nigga. <laughs> I, know. I feel that. I'm only calling one nigga. I feel that. You take look. I, I'm gonna grab these. You take them. You leave me the fuck alone, nigga. I'm not. No, we I is not that. finna deep this shit out. I'm not. No, finna no, no. Buy, no. Big, but you gotta think these niggas do life size shit. So like, if if it's 17 girls, let's say it was 17 girls and five dudes, uh-huh. y'all probably like in a room so big or in a place so big that. 
are y'all in a mansion? So they go like, room to yeah, room. Yeah, like one like, person in a bedroom. Like I'm in my, somebody yeah. might be in the in the basement. Somebody over here in the game room. Somebody nah. in a movie. Like y'all not Matter in the fact, same room. I don't Them know if dudes. this was a story or was a real thing, but it was like this orgy village. You go and they got all these women. And then you as the dude, you go. Dudes go to these places to fuck a lot of women. You go to your room and they send you up however many you want. And then when you're done and you call room service and they send you up more to your room. I forgot who was telling me about that. So How are you nutting all these times, bro? I don't think, me personally, I don't think you finish all those times. I know some guys out there that that, that, that say they do, but like me personally, I, I wouldn't finish. I would just try all the flavors. So what you do? All right, you done. Yeah, I would try all the flavors. <laughs> I would try, I would try hey, all the flavors. Get over there. Come on. If I'm doing something like that. All I'm right, sure. get out of here. Come on. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that I never is had cool. an Asian. All right, had it. <laughs> Next. <Get up. laughs> That's so terrible, man. That, it's man shit. What please don't uh don't listen don't to us. Don't cancel us, man. Yeah, please, please don't. don't listen to us. Yeah. All right. Um also also this this week, man, Stephen A. Smith on his podcast while and now answering questions for the fans oh wild and out no no he was on his podcast oh okay you fucked me up one of the questions the fans asked him what's the worst day of the week to be horny he said sunday i wanted to ask you guys what you guys think the worst (laughs) day of the week to be horny is (laughs) any day Mm, the worst day of the week you don't want to wear a hard on nigga that shit is terrible well he was saying sunday was the worst day of the week to be horny because nine times out of ten People going to work on Monday, you probably won't be able to get none on Sunday. Sunday night, yeah, Sunday night. Uh, night so, out. So he was saying the best day to get some is Saturday. On Saturday, yeah. I, say I, Friday. I feel like Saturday, Friday, a Friday, Saturday. Friday. Yeah. I feel like Friday, Saturday. Friday. University, the best day to get some. In in man in man world in, in man okay. world in, in man world in, in women's world, give me a good Monday Tuesday. Because y'all don't do y'all don't do new bodies a lot. No. So in man world, I can feel like even if it's not a new body, I can feel Friday, if Saturday. If it's someone new, then yes, a Friday, yeah, Friday or Saturday, Saturday yeah. is probably ideal. All right, let's say it's your it's your boo, but y'all work nine to five Monday through Friday. Monday, yeah, Monday through Friday, Friday evening or Saturday after a date. Then I'm gonna say the worst the worst day to be horny with a boo, like we both work, is probably on Monday for me. Okay, in my in my opinion. I still feel right. like Friday, I feel like Friday Saturday is universally even in a relationship, universally a good day to. Have right. sex. You don't have anywhere so to go. You, but if you don't, don't then do. your worst day to be horny would be at Monday. Okay, yeah, but that was the question. Worst day to be horny would be Monday. Man, look, I disagree with Sunday. Y'all call me weird Monday. or call me old hat. I don't even know if this is old, but bruh, I I've been wanting to fuck in the morning. Fuck fucking at night. I won't go to sleep at night. I won't fuck in the morning. I don't think I don't that's get weird. that shit. I don't I don't, I don't, understand I don't think it. that's weird. It's weird. Now on now now. Nah. Saturday, see, back to the to the to the best days to fuck. Like Friday and Saturday, I feel like, well, not Friday. Saturday is the day I feel like I could fuck in the morning. I could fuck midday. I could fuck at night because Saturdays I stay up late because I work Monday through Friday, so I I stay up late Saturdays. I stay up very late Saturdays, even if I don't have anything to do. I'll stay up to three four in the morning on Saturdays. Bro, I'm straight with waking up in the morning, getting some. And going about your day. Going back to sleep. Yeah. Waking back up. Oh, going about my day. And going about my day. You don't believe I get energized. I, I nut and get energy. You do? That's yeah, weird. I, I want to go do shit now. I want to go. I don't nut and do went shit. right back to sleep. That shit was amazing. That's <laughs> some good ass sleep. That is some good. Pre nut. I mean, what's that? Post nut sleep? 
Yeah, yeah. That shit is amazing, bro. You wake up a whole new person. You be thinking about shit you got to do in life now. now I, wow. What my taxes looking like? That's you be, crazy. But like when, <laughs> when you're single, sometimes you can't sleep at the place you nutted. So you got to get up and go. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, so you, you know, true. energy. Now, the last question was best meal before sex. Damn, why are all these sex questions? The best meal I don't know. before actually, sex? Yeah, it was the best meal before sex. Something light? That's what he said. He said a salad. A salad? He said our protein shake. Which I no. kinda I don't know about that one. No. What I look like. Like yeah. just a little like insure no. shake. Okay. All right. I say no because no, your stomach be and then you yeah, hear all that shit yeah. boy, you, boy. Can't, you you've honestly you can't you can't maneuver if you, like you want to. Get you some peanuts. I agree with peanuts. Peanuts, eh, they kinda they can make you bloated. Ah. Uh, yeah. So I agree with peanuts. We'll if get, you have a sensitivity, then they can make you bloated. Um, I I would say like a salad or you know just a light little taco. A light taco, that light shit about taco. to be a burrito. <laughs> no, 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 just a light taco, some oysters. Gonna get up in I'm there. I'm going. Ve- I'm going salad, no meat, and no ranch. Damn, you trying to some huh? alcohol and oysters? I, I feel like alcohol is a good meal before. It's good before sex. Alcohol, like if the sex is good. Just alcohol and maybe some some apps. Yeah, yeah bro, like I don't chips. like drinking alcohol before sex because I get cocky and I might nut fast. <laughs> I'll start talking yeah. shit. Boy, I feel that little buzz. I'll be like, yeah, I'm about hey, to tear girl. this shit up. <laughs> you know who I am. Shut up. Shut up. Here you go, that small talk. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I'm like, I can't drink, man. I got to be. I got to be cautious. All that hooping and hollering. Yeah, and shit. I'll be shit talking shit. Yeah, up. this is what you been waiting on, ain't it? <laughs> Shit be over in two minutes. Right, Damn. <laughs> Let me round out this show, man. So this week in politics, man, we had the Republican debates. Now the front northerns now are Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Uh, they spent most of the night talking about foreign policy, so the war on Israel, abortion, and, of course, Donald Trump, who was not present but has a 60-point lead in the Republican debate. Which is crazy. Yes. So, um... <laughs> How White you not, how you not there that? and you still <laughs> got to I, I am ready for 2024. This is going to be some good. There's going to be a lot of good debates. A lot of families <laughs> going to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> and niggas is voting for Trump. Watch. Watch what I tell you. Bro, at this Trump. point, bro. This is going to be the only time I'm, I'm on Facebook. Oh, I, I want to see these radio personalities who was so pro getting Joe Biden. Like, if y'all run a campaign to re-vote them bastards in when they didn't do shit at all for anybody, y'all sick. But give Bruh. my money away. <laughs> at this point, Elmo will make a grip president. <laughs> Hi, vote for me. <laughs> Come on, I'm Elmo. You know me. You've known me since I was a kid. You was a kid. You know what I'm saying? At this point, Elmo who, got them who the front running, running for president. Who the nigga running me? Who Elmo running? Goddamn me? Cookie Monster. <laughs> 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 hey, I might vote for Cookie Monster. At least he coming with a six-pack, nigga. You going to have a oh, six-pack of cookies? Yeah, for you. You straight. Instead cookies? of a stimmy, you get a six-pack of cookies. Mm, I take that sound like a deal. All right, man. Uh, also, Ohio this week, they voted to legalize recreational marijuana. They become the 24th state to legalize recreational marijuana. Stop looking at my screen, Well, I man. guess I'm about to move to Ohio, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina tripping. Y'all selling THCA. Y'all fucking up the game. Uh, they'll allow adults <laughs> 21 and under to possess 2.5 ounces of marijuana and grow up to six plants at home. 
Uh, and there'll be 10% tax on all marijuana sales. To all the dope dealers, I just want to let y'all know I know the difference. Don't try to re-rock me. I know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know yeah, what's up, gas. nigga. Then give you some Delta I eight. know the I know the difference between the gas and the fucking Delta eight. If I get the Delta eight, I'm calling your ass back, nigga. <laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> they phone gonna be off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, slick, nigga. I know what's up with it. The use of Young Thug's <laughs> lyrics in court. So this week, the court granted the prosecution permission to use the lyrics in courts from a couple of Young Thug's songs. First of all, how do they know what this nigga's saying? Uh, yes. So some of them were transcribed wrong, um, <laughs> according to an uh, article I read. And um, but they are going to use it. But it seems like the judge is getting kind of, you know, they say the witness list is growing. Oh. The judge is growing tired of this case. He's going to get off. And I'm going to say, yeah, he's going to get off. And them albums are going to be good because he coming for all you bitch ass niggas who snitched on me, <laughs> especially you, Gunna. Damn. Uh, also, uh, sad. Oh, uh, Lori Harvey and Damson uh, Idris split this week. Oh, who cares? They released a joint statement saying individual plans require our full attention at this time. And we part ways with nothing but love and respect for that, which is a fucking lie. Respect yeah. for each other and the time we share together. Uh, man, y'all see my nigga Damson out there looking like his character on season six, last <laughs> episode of Snowfall. Please pick my man up. You know what I'm saying? Send him thoughts and prayers. We know how it is when you get a hold of a savage and they break your heart. There's some savages out there, man. Ladies, y'all are some savages. There's some savages out there. I see you. I recognize you. I fuck with y'all the long way. Shout out to y'all. I was going to say, who got sick of who first? You know that's what oh, it came Lloyd down Harvey, to. Lloyd Harvey broke up with him. You I already know, that. know. I know that. He that probably nigga. was crying. How do we know that? Because she ain't shit. <laughs> I'm not going to say she ain't shit. She's a savage. I'm saying she ain't shit. She was savage. Your, mean, fucking, your fucking list ain't shit, nigga. You don't got future on there. First of all, future how? How? I mean, but he is from across the water. He might, they got some baddies over there too. Who, Future? No, they don't have savages. Some. Oh, you talking about damsel? No, they probably do got some savages. I wonder if they savages. Oh, like. yeah. I was about to say, bro. But they, he's they get probably off just never experienced a savage, you know? We don't know that. I know uh, she probably, probably came played. in there with real love. Yeah, he probably was for real. Yeah, he fuck around, left the toilet seat Our up. Time she was is like, up, I'm sick darling. of this shit. <laughs> she, learned, she, she picked up a British accent and everything. I'm sick of this nigga. Sag after Yo Don't uh, You're projecting <laughs> Yo Sag after uh, They reached a deal Ending the Strike on Thursday Last week The actor strike So uh, they're looking For better residual They were looking For better residual Compensation for TV shows And films As well as safeguards Against studios Using generative AI um, This was the second Longest Sag strike In the history of Sag And the longest Hollywood studio strike Oh, <laughs> um, they did white Warner Brothers of five hundred million. Damn! And um, they saying that the economy may see a five. It may have caused a five billion dollar impact on the economy. Their new deal is a uh, sag. No, nah, just Warner Brothers alone. Just Warner Brothers. What oh. they did, yeah, Warner Brothers alone. Um, the new deal was valued around one billion dollars. So, <laughs> shout out to them for getting they just do now. It's only a three year deal. Hey, um. Yo, I was uh, listening to the Joe Budden podcast this week, man, and that streaming shit is so convoluted because it's like 
streaming was the remedy to combat bootlegging. Yes. Because honestly, even if we got rid of bootlegging today, I mean streaming today, we would have just eventually bootlegging would have been the wave. Mm -hmm. Right. So all the tech companies did was get in front of it. I do think it's predatorial though that they don't pay artists for the work and it's even worse with actors because they don't get paid by streams which is nothing to music right but the way their contract was designed streaming numbers didn't wasn't factored into a actor's pay or a writer's pay so now they got to go back and revisit the contract so they can make what they would have made if these things were airing on tv right as reruns they should run in line with like royalties i believe right yes they can't get their proper royalties because the old contract didn't reflect streaming so now it's got to reflect the way things have changed it's just so crazy to me that like i was listening to them talk about it with music and my thing is like a couple things We've got, we've had so much access to music and movies so long that if we had to go back to buying these movies, I don't think it would be 100% horrible. I actually think it would make people make better content. But on the flip side of that, would we go back to even buying these things? True. Like, because we still have the internet. The internet still has pirates. And we still we still get bootleg movies I to this say, day. We still, people still, we still look bootleg, for bootleg yeah, stuff. Yeah, we don't we and and if you don't have a streaming service for music, you probably if not and you're not and you still picky about your music, you might still download. And I, I don't know who out there still downloads. I know there was a cult of people once physical mixtapes stopped going out, that piff was their app. Like they was on it. Oh yeah, that piff was the shit. Yeah, so my point to my point in all that is just like I remember that they were shit. talking about the value of art. Because Lloyd Banks wants to sell his next album for $100. And I just believe that, like they said, the fans who like Lloyd Banks, that's who pretty much he's selling the album to. He's not selling right. it to the masses. But they did raise a good point. When you start to learn about art and the value of art and you start visiting all these art museums, like these art and these paintings are worth 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 millions of dollars, right? So when it comes to music and when it comes to movies, these literally... These pieces of art, they what? Are, what is the true value of the art? Mm -hmm. I think that's always been a a big question. Like, what is the true value of a movie? What is the true value of a, a CD? You know what I'm saying? If a if a Picasso is a thousand or a million dollars, what what makes reasonable doubt the original first copy not the same value? Right. Why we get that? We get that for nine ninety nine. They they basically were saying like this should be valued at more. First of all, Lloyd Banks selling a CD at $100 is OD than a motherfucker. <laughs> well, you got to remember, Nipsey Hussle did it. I know, but that's Nip. Yeah, so the this thought... <laughs> so the thought... Pro let me educate you. So the thought process behind it is if I have an audience that buys my music, right. not stream my music... Buys it. Buys it. Mm -hmm. Let's say my audience is 300 people. Now, we're looking at people who... Buy my music, buy my merch. They buy my my concert tickets. They support me monetarily. Mm -hmm. So when I pitch, I'm putting out a hundred dollar album. It's only for those people who shop with me. Gotcha. It's not for us. Gotcha. Like I, I'm with you. I'm not buying that either. However, a fan would buy that. Like I don't know whose album I would buy for hundred dollars. Maybe J Cole. I was gonna, I was gonna say <coughs> I think Cole. during the pandemic, um, was it Chris Brown? Somebody. 
somebody t- attempted that, but I think they offered like a T-shirt or something with it. It was like a package, uh, album package. Is that what he's trying to do? No, no. You you would just get the the CD or whatever he's selling oh, okay. for a hundred dollars. Which I see he's trying to value that artist something, and yeah. like he said, the fans would do it. And honestly, I believe that I think more artists should do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he's doing it basically like for like a couple months. Mm-hmm. The only way you can listen to it is you have to buy the album. And for the hardcore fan, they're going to do that. Like the rest of us, even when it comes to movies, I use movies as an example. If we really want to see something, we go buy it. We go right. pay for it. If we we like, all right, I'll wait till it hits streaming, we'll wait three months for it. And so he's kind of adopting that same business model. I think it's pretty dope. Because okay. um, rappers don't make money for music. I sell my album for $100. Times that by two thousand fans, that's two hundred grand. I think that's two hundred grand, right? A hundred dollars times two thousand. That's two hundred grand. That's two hundred grand. I would have never made from streaming. Would have never made that from streaming. I just put two hundred thousand in my pocket from just two thousand copies. In order for you to make a few a million dollars, and I think in the music business, you got it. Oh no! In order to break even, if you're on a record label, you have to sell one million records. So mo- that lets you know Most artists we grew up Listening to Don't sell one million records So they don't break even Meaning they are in debt To the record label For the rest of their life So I think True. it's dope I just I think we're gonna see I think the future Of how we receive Our art That we enjoy Like mu- music and movies Is going to change Oh absolutely It's going to change um, It's not like I'm, I'm enjoying what it is now But I think it's gonna get To that place Where we're gonna go back To somehow Paying something more like I even like Netflix is going up on the price again. Yeah, mm-hmm. I is that it's a it's not it's only a matter of time for the shit's fifty dollars a month. Like it and which it's only which a matter goes of time. back into align alignment with cable. It's becoming no different. At this it's point. yeah, it is because getting we to literally that point. are paying so many different. Str- I have what five Four or five yeah different streaming HBO, services. So it's like I I'm paying for each of those. And I'm not really breaking even or saving anything if I were just to be paying cable. Nah, right, nah. And like I said, and if they just signed a billion-dollar deal, we're going to eat that cost on the back end, whether it be at the theater or whether it be on Hulu or whether it be on Netflix or whether it be wherever. Wherever they got to put this content out at, those greedy bastards are going to suck us dry. (laughs) So look out for a rise to your Disney Plus or whatever. Um, LaMelo Ball and Puma being sued by the founder of Big Baller Brand. This is wild. Um, because if this is who I think it is, he got in trouble for stealing money for them, and then now you... I think I know who you're talking about, but I'm not sure. So, yeah, uh, LaMelo Ball and his family are being sued by Alan Foster, and he owns uh 33% of Ball Sports Group, a company owned by Ball's father. LeVar. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what he's saying is like he's suing them for um, infringing on his intellectual property. He's also including Puma in the suit because he's saying that their designs are intentionally like mimicking his. And he's basically not getting paid for all of this. So he's suing them for $200 million. <laughs> Good luck with that. He ain't going to get it. Mm-mm. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Just another person coming after somebody who's <coughs> been successful and you haven't. Yep. There you have it. Uh, all right, man. Got a new segment, Comedy Corner. Um, before we get into that, I do want to give a uh, person of the week this week. We didn't have one last week. 
Um, so I found out about this country music artist named Jelly Roll, and he gave a real inspirational speech. It moved me. I wanted to play it here on the pod, hopefully to motivate everybody out there during the week. Not a white man moving. Yeah, man. He was hey, country radio, what's up, baby? I think this is it. I got a thousand people to thank you, but most importantly, my Lord and my wife, I love you so much, you changed my life, baby. Megan Parker, Haley, I love all y'all, we're friends. And Zach Bryan, I think you were one of the hottest things on earth, not just country music. You deserve this as much as anybody else. I love you, I'm glad we're sitting there partying the rest of the night, baby. But most importantly, there is something poetic about a 39-year-old man winning New Artist of the Year. I don't know where you're at in your life or what you're going through, but I want to tell you to keep going, baby. I want to tell you success is on the other side of it. I want to tell you it's going to be okay. I want to tell you that the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason. Because what's in front of you is so much more important than what's behind you. Let's party, Nashville! Well, that nigga, hey, that nigga got a pastor in his family. Yeah. That boy said, I'm going to tell you what you're going through. Yeah. yeah that's Jelly Roll, man. Town right there. Somebody granddaddy out, a pastor. I found out he used to be on 3-6 uh, Mafia. Uh, he used to be on Hypnotized Minds. Yes. And um, something else, and he's transitioned to country, man. Um, that's why he's familiar to me. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to check his music out. But yeah, What do he do with 3-6? I'm going to find out, but shout out to him. Real inspirational speech, real uh, motivational speech. And shout out to him for winning the New Country Artist of the Year, man. That's pretty dope. All right, I'm going to get into my comedy corner this week. I'm going back to my guy, Matt Rife. <laughs> Matt Rife. And we talking about Kevin Gates, baby. Let's go. Uh, Kevin Gates? Kevin Gates is so fucking funny, dude. Kevin Gates is, is a rapper and he makes phenomenal music, but his concerts are the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. He just like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe this to y'all. He like fucks the crowd, if that makes any sense. His, the majority of his, of his concerts, I would say, are women, usually, right? He'll be in the middle of a song called like, Dick you down, dick you down, dick you down. And we'll just stop in the middle of it and be like, you know, sometimes I like to get my fist all up in your pussy lips. And then I, I smother your vagina in jelly and I put that shit together like two ends of a loaf. And then I just, um, 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 um. and you're like, dude, is this the rest of the song? <laughs> Bro, he'll be on stage and just, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck, dude? Other people are here. <laughs> That's my guy, Matt Rife, man. Uh, oh, man. Real quick, man. I got shout-outs to wrap up the show, man. Texas Rangers run the World Series. That's old news. But I also want to give rest in peace to Richard Roundtree. Oh, oh, that was Texas Rangers' first ever, ever World Series, by the way. Uh, rest in peace to Richard Roundtree, man. He died a couple weeks back. I mm. meant to say that on the show. Bob Knight died last week. He was the coach. Uh, he was a college coach. I forgot what team he coached. Forgive he was me, a, y'all. Yeah, he was a Hall of Famer. He was uh, definitely that. Uh, Matthew Perry from Friends passed away at 53. What? And uh, NHL player by the name of Adam Johnson was killed in a hockey game. Uh, pr- prayers to out to him and his family. He was a former NHL player. He died playing hockey overseas. Uh, that's it, man. That's all I got. That's episode 282. Is that right? 
282? Yes, 282. That's episode 282, man. Thank you for joining us. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. If you're watching us right now, like, subscribe, comment. You can watch this show every week. Listen to it every week on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, uh, and Google Play, man. Uh, let's take us up out of here with some tunes, man. Final Closing thoughts. Remarks. Elmo for president. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Um, stop supporting Trump so damn heavy. I mean, <laughs> I, know, right? I get it. Y'all know what it is. Twenty twenty four. I I can't. It's like MAGA. how does he not even show up? Make but, great make make America great again, man. Uh, Nia Long what and G, saying, uh, Jeezy, go ahead and do that. Yeah, go on, do that. Oh, he probably already did that. I just want to say, I, I we not like gonna a, we not gonna put her out there like that. I just want to say, I would like a plate for me and my family. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Lee is in New York, I believe, coming up. So we I might hear. I just want to play for me and my family. I sent my girl in, and they were acting real nice. Yo, Keith Lee, this nigga look like a Cleon, nigga. You know the nigga with the goddamn multiple goddamn angry Star foreheads? Wars, man. Yeah. Star Wars, you do like a Cleon, That's man. actually Star Trek. Star Trek, it's my fault. My fault, Star, Star Trek. Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek. That nigga got a little baby Cleon. He got the one friend. Nah, he got on. the motherfuckers. I would like a plate for me and my family. Yo. Snick a wild. Yeah, you killed that shit. <laughs> you killed that shit. All right, man. Listen, man. I'm signing off for my man Jukebox Johnny. I'm signing off for D. I'm signing off for James, man. I, I really want you guys out there to love the life you live and the people in it. Find the positive in every situation and live in the moment because this life is not forever. If you love music, if you like smooth, sultry sounds, go listen to this uh I left my heart Ladera, man. Alex, Alex Isley and Terrence Martin Been on this shit for a month now yeah, We're gonna talk to y'all next week Good song We don't have all the control So much pressure to keep on Okay, with the fade out that, 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 are you on the radio? I swear you a DJ. Hey, you think it's sweet. <laughs>